BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Carolina Cadillo Show podcast. It's Jeff here. We're starting the show in just a moment. I just wanted to put a little intro on this one because uh, we were in the midst of a phone call. I was in the midst of getting one of my wacky phone calls from this pastor that calls me every day when our interview started. We're interviewing this guy named Wasim. He's got a book out, a motivational book. He's pretty interesting about uh, just uh, how he came here from Jordan and how he, he lived the dream. So check it out. And then we talk about the royal wedding and a bunch of other things. So we try to get Wabin on the show. So you have to listen and see what goes on here today. You want to contact us, 516-637-3254. We still have T-shirts and hats. Anybody who uh, put in for one, they will go out next week when we get a little more cash in our hands. But again, uh, this was the, this guy, Pastor, uh, what's his name? Prophet Manasseh calls me every day. I guess because I don't hang up, they keep calling me. Thinking I'm, eventually, I'm going to donate money. But he calls me every day with a motivational message. And then uh, our uh, interviewee called. So that's why uh, it just starts the way it starts. So without any further ado, May 23rd, 2018 edition of the Carolina Cadillo podcast, everybody in your past uh, that has tried to sabotage you uh, and now this attack has became spiritual that's it, that's uh, press it. the yeah. new miracle uh. button one now press one now there are- right, i hung up on him <laughs> <laughs> hello hello good morning hi I got for you hey how are you who's this veronica or wendy 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 how are you are you on the podcast say hi to everybody Say hello. Good morning, everybody. How's Thank it going? Thank you for having us. Of course you are. Um, okay, pass him in. We're waiting for him, okay? I got Wasim on the line. He's right there. Okay. Hi, Wasim. How are you? Hello. Hi, Carolina. How are you? How's I'm it going? doing great. Uh, first of all, let me introduce you. We have on the air with us, we have Wasim Hajiri. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes, exactly. You got it. Okay, so Wasim is the author of the new book coming out, Wasim the Dream, The Relentless Pursuit of Turning Dreams into Reality. Uh, you know, Wasim, just because it rhymes, this is Jeff, it must be a good book, Wasim the Dream. So it, ha- it has to a- Already you score some points with me. That's the whole point. You're you're clever apparently, but you're a bodybuilding champion. You you have a a journey. You came to the U.S. from Jordan, I guess, as a young child. Uh, so guys, you're you're breaking up a little bit. Oh I can't no! Hear you too Hold well. on. Hello, can you hear us now? Okay. How about can, you, now? can you hear us now? Uh, a little bit better. A okay. little bit. Hold on. Um. Uh, how, a, how about now? It's the connection. It's the connection. Yeah, it might be the connection. Ah. Yeah, it might be the connection. How about now, Wasim? Hello? Uh, sh- should we try to call you guys again? Yeah, call- Yeah, you want to try us again? Wendy, you want to try calling us back call again? Call us right back, all right? Hello? Yeah, Hello? want to try calling us back again? Yeah, they're calling us back again. All right. All right. Te- I think technology. it's probably them, right? It's probably them, right? It has nothing to do with us. It's okay. nothing to do with yes. the fact that we're in a basement where we get no reception. <laughs> By the way, the baby's in his pack and place, so let's see if let's he see. cooperates yeah. with us today. All right, so uh, okay. Wasim Hajiri, um, he's got a new book. You know, I definitely want to read it. I'm Sounds thinking- very American, Carol. I thought he would be like, hello, yes, my name is Wasim Hajiri. I know, right? I wouldn't do that to him, of course. But I like the fact that, Accents you know, are politically incorrect. I, I'm so happy, though, Jeff. We have somebody that uh, followed his dreams and became reality. So it shows you that anyone who has a dream and keeps pursuing yes, it can actually become see, a reality, I right? I want to see what his dream was. That's what I'm waiting for the phone call. Well, but I'm really here that, you know, he had an MBA 
Um, where, where is it? Uh, he's got a, he's got a long, long journey here. He's you a graduate what, with an know, MBA. Do you know what MBA stands for? Uh, masters <laughs> of uh, I, in Bachelor of Arts in Business Administration. Business, okay, I believe is what he's uh, saying. Wasim. Hello. Let's try this one. Wasim, do we have you now? Can you guys hear me now? We got we can, you. Now. We got you Hello? now. Can you hear us? Hello. Oh no. Oh wow. I wonder where they are. We've oh, never man. had a problem before. Hello, Wasim. Hello? Oh, wow. I wonder where they are. I hope he's not calling from Jordan. I don't know what the cell phone <laughs> service is like in Jordan. Uh, hello, Wasim? Hi, Wasim, can you hear us? You got us now? Hello? Hello, Wasim? Hi, guys. You're still breaking up. Oh, You're wow. Still breaking up. We've I'm never had sure. this problem before. We've That's never crazy. had this problem. Wow. Yeah. Hold on, me, uh... are, are you, where are you Where are you calling from anyway? Uh, Wendy just connected. Um, I'm connecting the call, and I'm I'm fine. I really don't know. I never had this problem either. Yeah, yeah. we've never had this problem. We always get that. Ha- See, now you hear us with these questions, with the important ones yeah. you don't hear us for. <laughs> Are we here? Can you hear us? <laughs> yes, you can. We can. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about your story. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's not really clear, but I'll, I'll try my best. Yeah, go ahead. Well, see, t- first t- of all, tell us about your book. Um, I, I, I read a little bit about it. Um, you, ha- you had all these dreams. You pursued them, became a reality. First of all, tell us a little bit about your story. Okay, well, basically, uh, I'm from Jordan, mm-hmm. which is really, really far away. <laughs> <laughs> I moved, uh, um, it's about an 18-hour flight, if, you know, for, for your, if, if you want to think about it, how far it is. Okay. And basically, I moved to I moved to the U.S. around four and a half years ago. I just uh, I was a fresh engineering graduate, and I moved here. You know, a brand new start, and that's where it all started. That's where what team the dream came from. So yeah. I started, you know, setting. Yes, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You started setting what setting goals and things like that. Exactly. So it's basically um, I started with a dream. You know, like a big goal. Uh, for me, coming, you know, starting out, I, one of my, my goals at that time was to get a job at Qualcomm, which is one of the best tech companies. You know, it's a big, big uh, company with a lot of engineering opportunities. Uh-huh. And, you know, everyone, everyone t- tells me it can't be done. You don't have enough experience. And it was a brand new start for me, you know, but I set it as a goal and I was willing to do whatever it takes. And I started going after it. And within six months, it became a reality. Wow. And that's where my life started. Yeah, that wow. was the first one. And and I, you, what does the is the bodybuilding champ? It says you're a three time bodybuilding champion. Was that that part of your, was that part of your goal that that came after getting the job at Qualcomm, or that was something you always wanted to pursue too? Well, yeah, basically with the bodybuilding, you know, uh, of course, you guys know Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Of course. And, uh, since I was a since I was a little kid, I was always a big fan, you know. And uh, one of my biggest dreams was to be a champion, you know, like him. So I started doing weightlifting and boxing since I was about 16, 17. And then um, at the end of 2015 is when I started competing. And I talk about it in my book. Actually, in my first competition, I got last place, thirteenth wow. <laughs> place, thirteen out of twelve guys. Well, how does that happen? But, <laughs> you must have been. You must have really. Yeah. You, those other guys must have been very strong. <laughs> you know, it's it's still like um, it was. It was a rough start because I was still, you know, brand new, and uh, we all know how failure. It's it's part of the journey, you know, to success. Right. But um, part of part of my drive at that time was um, 
right before that competition, my father passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I grew like a fire in me, you know, to win for him. And that's when, you know, I started getting more serious and training four or five hours a day, working my way up the ranks until I went to the U.S. Nationals where I won a gold medal and oh, wow. then um, qualified to compete at the Natural Olympia, which is basically kind of the Olympics of fitness. And that's where I won another two gold medals, oh all gosh. because of my father, you know. Yeah, he built yeah. Me. Oh, my gosh. Well, it sounds like you um, set a lot of goals for yourself. And you're definitely fulfilling them. Um, is there, without telling us too much, okay? Um, are there more goals that you need to fulfill? Well, there's always, there's always, you know, new things to uh, work on. You know, other other than the bodybuilding and working. For example, I had, I wanted to get my masters at uh, UCSD here in San Diego. Uh-huh. And same thing, you know, I went through the same challenges, wow. failures, rejections, over and over. But in the end, I, you know, I just recently graduated, got oh my, my MBA, and uh, started this whole book journey, how I started writing this book. Yeah, so wow. what, what made you want to tell other people how to land their dream job? What made you want to write the book? So basically, um, you know, I, I learned so many things, you know, as I was going after these dreams. And I really thought that I can share them with other people to inspire them. A lot of tips. And I'm really passionate about, you know, um, being there for others and just sharing my story and message and everything that I learned, you know, I've been listening a lot to uh, Tony Robbins and yeah, uh, Bob yeah. Proctor, all of these big motivational speakers and just learning all of the tools that I can, you know, to to stay in a good mental state, you know, to be strong and to be able to deal with these different kinds of failures and, you know, like difficult times that we all go through. Yeah, yeah. But Wasim, so that's why I wanted to share it. Was, yeah. Wasim, I have to ask you, um, a, a lot of people have dreams and goals. Um, I, I think that trying and trying and sometimes even years, um, it doesn't happen and they kind of give up. I mean, did you ever have that like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I give up. And if you did, what made, besides your father, what made you keep going on and say, okay, let me try. Let me keep doing it until I actually do it. Well, basically, I mean, um, when you have, for me, for example, this, this dream was so clear in my mind, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that I, I said it. I just thought of, that I, I, w I was willing to do whatever it takes. But, and I knew that, you know, it's not going to be an easy ride, just like any big goal. Mm -hmm. Because when you have a small goal, that's fine, you know, there might be bumps. But especially when it's something out of your comfort zone, you know, I expected that there's going to be some setbacks. So I was okay to deal with that. Okay. But what helped me the most is getting help from other people, you know, and yeah. surrounding myself with a support group. Positive people, that right? made sure... Yeah, exactly. Like, they made sure, okay, I, I fell back, but they keep me on track. Like, okay, you're not doing well. Come on, get back up. Coaches, mentors, you know, people who are already successful in that area. That wow. helped me the most, honestly. So, so when you're growing up in Jordan, did you, did you look at the United States and say, wow, that's where I want to go? That's the land of opportunity? Was it that, that classic, uh, classic feeling some people get about the feeling dream. about the U.S. or no? Exactly. You know, like, I... Um, I'm also always excited because, um, you know, for example, in Jordan, as a fresh engineering graduate, you, if you get a good job, you get paid $500 a month. Imagine. Wow. That's a good job. Wow. Yeah. So you come here 
you start with $4,000 a month. So imagine the contrast, you know, like, um, yeah, I think uh, a lot of people who come from around the state, you know, think it's a lot of opportunities here. You can do anything, you know, if it's bodybuilding, you want to write a book. It's just, it's just really go, endless. So that's why, yeah. yeah. It's just going after pursuing your dreams. Listen, I definitely so want to keep reading your up, book. Right? Yeah, don't give up is basically the message. I definitely want to read your book, guys. Pick up. Is the book available now? Website too. I see the dream uh, sorry, com. Can you say that again? Is the dream of is the book available now? Yes. Oh, yeah. The book the book is uh, available on Amazon. And um, uh, fortunately, I had a lot of support and became it became a number one bestseller. Oh my gosh! And, and uh, congratulations, yeah. congratulations! <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm thank sure. Thank you so much. Thank I'm, you. I'm sure, Wendy, I'm you're very grateful. You know, for the amazing support that I had from the people around me. And if you search Wasim the Dream on Amazon, you'll find it. It's uh, number one on the list. Oh, my God. Have, That's have... amazing. And I'm sure uh, your publicist, Wendy, is going to be sending me a copy, of course, uh, of right? Of course. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A signed <laughs> copy. I have one. A signed <laughs> copy. Can, can, can I ask another question? Go right ahead. Um, let's see. Term- yes. Terminate, Terminator Commando Raw Deal Terminator 2. <laughs> which, which of those? Yeah. All of them, huh? Terminator, Terminator. Yeah, the first I one's the best. Like fifty times. No, the first wow. one's the best. One. Exactly. Exactly. Right there, you go. Hey, Wasim, thank you so much for coming on the show. And can people also get you on social media? Um, again, uh, please mention the name of your book and where it's available. Yes, uh, on all social media, you can find me at Wasim the Dream. And uh, thank you so much for having me, guys. It's been a big, big honor for me, and I really appreciate it. You guys are the best. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. And listen, continued success. And again, if you have uh, other projects coming up, because I, you know what? I see a lot of good things for you with all that positive positive energy. Gosh, we need some of that too here. <laughs> we love you. I don't, I don't want you to, We love you. I don't want you to kick my ass because you look like, a, you know, you look strong, so... <laughs> Yeah. You guys too. Like the energy is amazing. You Thank know? you like, so much. Um, keep it going, and you guys are a big inspiration for everyone. Uh, I think everyone appreciates this. Thank you so much. Uh, Listen, continued success, and thank you for coming on the podcast. Wasim, thank you so much, guys. Wasim, I'll be back. <laughs> That's not bad. I'll be back. Not bad. I will. That's even better. See you guys soon. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I love that interview. Hey, listen, don't stop it. Let's just continue the podcast. Oh. Let's get, oh. Let's get our, our music on. Let's call with me. Oh, all right. Okay? Here we go. How about that? Let's Baby's calm right now. There's oh, my music. God. That was an amazing interview, right? Yes. Yeah, so we're seeing the dream. Yeah. But, Jeff, you know what? It just tells you. Look, I think that people, I don't want to say this, but, you know, I think that people that are born here. I know what I you're going to say. I think they don't realize don't that get it, there's right? so many, much opportunity. And I think we don't take, and people that come from outside of the United yes, States are that's like, why, wow. That's why I asked them that question. Yeah, yeah exactly. Look, look, look at my parents, you know that? Who is that? Oh, somebody wants money. Go okay, away. Bye. So, okay, okay. Um, let's get Webin. He's waiting. Hold on. Okay. Oh, my God. So, I, you know, that's, oh, my God. I got to tell you something, guys. I love being around people that are positive. And then when we were trying to That's why she married me. Exactly. Can I tell you something? I know know all of you guys know the story about the baby, but when we were trying to have kids, it was like, oh, my God, eight years of medication, lawyers. And you know what? And I got to a point. Remember, Jeff, when I went to Target and I would see all the baby furniture and I would tell Jeff. We're never going to visit this section of the store. Exactly. But you know what, Jeff? 
depth, like Nina said, it was always potty. He goes, yes, we are. We're going to have a baby. There's going to be a baby in this you know house. What, you know what kept me inspired the whole time, Carolina? What? what? This. What? There's something that is happening that you need God to prevent. <laughs> There's something that is happening that you need God to prevent. It happened to others in your family. And this guy calls me every day. There's a pastor that calls Jeff every day. You. <laughs> uh, go grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, call me back. I need to speak to you in the next 24 hours. <laughs> then he's got his lackey on there that comes on and tells me. That. His name is, um, uh, Pro- if you want to look him up, his name is Prophet Manasseh. So I looked him up and he's this, he's this black guy with cornrows. You know, all like, right, you know, all the, right. I'm just saying the old. You don't see many people with corn cornrows. You well, know, how about the pastor, or was he a pastor or a priest <laughs> that just married Megan, uh, or you know, that spoke at the oh, yeah. royal yeah. royal wedding? And you know what the queen said, right? What? What is that man doing in his church? <laughs> yeah. Hey, but listen. She and then she looked bro- at Megan. Then she looked at Megan Markle's mother. Oh, okay. She almost had another heart attack. No, but you know. Oh what? yeah. She brought, but she brought, um, bi- she brought biracial Jeff. To that uh, wedding. That's my whole point. Yeah, Did the queen yeah. want anybody anybody even near being black there? <laughs> I don't know. but It was great, though. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it, yeah. it was a very mo- a modern ceremony. Oh, my God. So for, modern. For modern, so modern. modern young people, yes, no yes, doubt. Yes, um, You know, so um, you can pick on the royal stuff all you want, okay? It, it makes no sense to us. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, you know, they're extremely rich. It's an outdated thing, but... Yeah. And they don't have any power, you know? That, they have no power. Yeah. But... Yeah. Nonetheless. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, you think eventually they'll do away with that royalty? No. Whole, you don't no, think so? No, never. It's it's part of your part of England. Really? They'll never do away with I it. I wonder. I was always no. curious about that. that. No. They still have that, you know? <laughs> they won't do away with it. Uh, Ew. said that we could call What him. is that woman doing here? Is he answering? Who is that? <laughs> Ew. Is oh she God. black? I can't see. I'm 139 years old. But you know, I'm the queen. <laughs> but you know, it was queen. It was, sound like Claudia. But you know what, Jeff? It had I'm the queen. It had double the fall, the the watchers than um, you know. Uh, what Diana? No, no. Then Prince William and Kate. Yeah. Well, they weren't. As, they're not as dynamic. Okay. This guy. The, the big deal with that was Pippa, Pippa's ass. Remember? That's it. And did you see the other the girl? Did you see the friend of Meghan Markle that tried to make her ass part of the show? No, really? Yeah, I read the story the other day. It was like a friend of hers who was taking pictures, and she was at some event before the wedding, and she's and she said, "I'm going to really pippa things out at the wedding." And she turned, she said, and she said to the photographer, "Get a look at this." And she turned around and showed everybody her butt. But you know what? I, don't I love it, when people are proud of their butt. Did, I turn around and show people my butt. I have no butt, so there's nothing to show here. No, you Jeff, have one. Jeff, did um, did but did it really make a lot of news? This chick with the butt, because I don't know about it, and I no, read up on it. So, um, you know, if you gave me a minute, I might be able to find the story. Anyway, was, uh, um, got, of wh- course, the royal wedding was this past weekend. Ew. I gotta tell you, uh, I, I was really, <laughs> really interested in it, and you know, like Jeff said, it was a very modern wedding. Um, even her dress, her dress was very simple. Can you uh, excuse me? Can you sweep the floor? Uh, Queen, that's the bride's mother. Stop. She's not here to sweep the floor. <laughs> stop, Jeff, stop, stop. Okay, Ew, can you get me a drink? But I will tell you, the uh, mother, no. the people, I got to tell you something. People are mean. I saw on social media, I, they were attacking the mother the day before because 
her hair was, you know, she's got, uh, Jeff, she's got braids and cornrows in her hair. Nothing wrong with that. And she had a, a barrette or something in it. And also, she had the pierced earring in her nose. Oh, the nose pierced, ring. Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm not a fan of the nose ring. It looks good on Casey Musgraves, my favorite singer. But other than that, like, I would ignore but, it to, to make love to Casey Musgraves. Yeah, that's nice, Other Jeff. than that. Other yeah. than that. You know what? This wedding was more modern. Um, the whole thing with the father, please, please. Oh, he's another. He's you know. He's, oh my he, God! And then you had the half sisters of Meghan Markle. I'm sorry, but they're you're trashy. By the way, the, the, I, she's very pretty. Okay, but I can tell you right now, she she thinks this royal stuff is a bunch of crap. Other than the fact that he's a prince and now she's a duchess and he's a duke, I I get the feeling that she just thinks this whole thing is. She was standing with that Camilla who looks like a big giraffe. Oh, stop! Oh, stop. she a dog? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's she but, is a dog. Okay, okay. Right? Charles Charles loves her. She is a dog, <laughs> dog, dog. But you know, can I ask you also that Jeff? Do you but think she that takes it, she takes it every which way? Unlike Diana, who was like, Oh my God! I stop. was only a in one position. <laughs> she was like a young queen. But Jeff, do you think that eventually yeah. Megan is going to want to go, you know, be uh, an actress? Uh, actress again? Listen, this woman, okay, sorry to say that, but this woman five years ago pledged her undying love to somebody else and said she oh, would. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. then she wore white, which some people thought was ridiculous. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Right? But yeah. What, what was she going to yeah. wear? Black? Well, no. Uh, usually, a colorful dress? No, usually when you get married a second time, it's capri off pants? white. Capri it's pants? Capri pants? No, it's off white usually. You know that? I don't even but, know what capri pants are, but I'm just saying it sounds good. Uh, but you know what? There's, and, and the father couldn't walk her down the aisle. Supposedly, he was sending photos to the press for like $100,000. Right. She's wearing white. <laughs> Hey, I wore white. I wasn't a virgin. That's the story. You're not supposed to wear white if you're not a virgin. You weren't a virgin. Oh yeah, of course I was. I forgot. This thing was the first one, right? Of course, right yes, down babe. here. Yes, you were, babe. Yes, you were. Did you but, see George Clooney jump behind the bar at the reception? Yeah, he and was started... bartending. He was bartending. And of course, what was he serving? Uh, I don't know what was he serving. His own liquor. Oh, was he really? Yes. What's what, his liquor? Um, what's it called? Um, oh my God, it's called uh, Casamigos Tequila. George Clooney was serving Casamigos tequila. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell. What's her name? His wife. Um, Amal. Um, she's she's. Oh my God, she's very classy. I love what she was she wearing. She is classy. They she, are both classy. Yeah, she yeah. she she looks really good. She's oh my a, gosh, yeah. It's like Alec Baldwin's wife. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. <laughs> Do you see her pregnant? She's a toothpick with a big belly button. I mean, bump. I got a, I got my own ten, but those two are like, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh right? my gosh! Lately, my husband's like really been really been a, a lot of compliments. So I'm like, hmm. All right, you're a nine. Up? You're a nine point eight, okay, honey. Ma okay. only beat you by two points. So Megan Markle's <laughs> uh, Jeff. Megan Markle's. Um, no, before going to that, um, so because the father couldn't attend, yeah. Prince Charles walked her down the aisle, which I, I think, saw that, which I think was a little, you know, um, I don't know. You, you, I think her mother could have walked her down, but then they started saying that it was a little bit too much pressure for the mother to walk her down in front of million, you know, thousands of people. Plus, it was being televised, you know. But the mother held it together, you know. What when they they, but she walked by herself and then sat on the side, you know. Right. Yeah. You know, it was all right. I mean, but then having Charles walk you down, let's go down the aisle now. <laughs> they were talking. Okay. I wonder what they said to each other, Jeff. I don't want to be here. <laughs> This is boring. But what do you, you know, this would have pissed me off, though, because um, Chelsea, that's uh, Harry's ex-girlfriend, was she there. She was there, right? She was there. She was there. But they also and said. And you wouldn't let me, and you wouldn't let me invite ex-girlfriends to a wedding. What's wrong uh, with you? Yeah, okay. What the hell? But you know what? They Even Chelsea said the reason she didn't want to marry Harry, who knows if they were, they were, they were at a long time. She said she didn't want that life. 
That's what I mean. That's what I told you. Yeah. Meghan Markle looks like she doesn't want the life. Even Harry said, even told he goes, be ready because your life will change as soon as you say I do. It wasn't because of his giant bald spot? <laughs> Both those guys. Have they ever heard of Propecia? I don't really get it. And then, I mean, I, they could have done that. I'm just surprised. Look, I, I, I know there are people listening to this who are hair challenged, okay? But, I mean, I don't get I mean, look, the bald look is good for a lot of people. It doesn't look bad on a lot of people. Well, the moon? I mean, but you have moon, that much money, Jeff? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I mean, maybe that's, look, it's not about, it's funny how everything in that, that world is about appearance, but with the hair thing, I guess they just let it go. Maybe I sound shallow. I don't know. I'm my, just, you know, my father, before, before he died, that was the big thing. My father, um, I told my dad I liked my hair. You know, I, and he said, you're going bald. And mm-hmm. I, I remember saying he remembers he kept telling me to get a hair get oh, a yeah, hair get was... a hair weave. I said, but you know I'm, I look good now. And I said, there's plenty of bald people. I said, look at Matt Lauer, he's bald on television and, and locking women in his office to have sex with him. And my father said, yeah, but you're not Matt Lauer. Remember my, my dad told me that. Really, he, he did. Said, I didn't know that. I, yeah, this is before Matt Lauer was locking women in his office to have sex with them. Allegedly. Oh my god. Right. Allegedly, wow. that's what he was doing. Right? He had the lock on his door. Click. Oh really? Oh, <laughs> you heard the god. lock, and and then it was like, <laughs> all right, you're in. You're stuck. <laughs> Hey, listen, Jeff. Now so, you will put out. So listen, before we move on away from the wedding, um, so uh, Meghan Markle's nephew, I guess he also grows pot. They named a pot after uh, Meghan called really? the Sparkle, the Markle Sparkle. Oh, the Markle Sparkle. Yeah, uh, yeah. What so. kind of high does it give you? Because that's the thing with pot. You know like, what? I don't know. It doesn't tell me what kind of strain it is. Is that the word? Am I saying that right? Yeah, what kind of strain? Also, does it give you a relaxed high? Does it make you laugh? You know, there's different kinds of highs. Like, really? I could have written a pot column years ago. Of course, I, wouldn't, I don't do that anymore. What, do you so. mean it gives, what does it mean it gives you different kind of highs? What, what? Different pot gives you different highs. Really? Some, some pot makes you lay in a chair and do nothing. Oh, wow, I didn't know yeah, that. I yeah. didn't, well, I've seen that side of some people, yeah, when they smoke, yeah. Yeah, some pot makes you very up and happy and laughing. You know, um, how do you spell her name? Meg, Emmy? Oh, there's it. Megan, Megan Markle. Markle. I just want to see his name. Hold on. Okay, one more thing before we move off that. Yeah. Can I change the subject? No, not the subject. Still stay on the royal wedding. Yeah. So gift bags were given to 2,640 members of the public who were invited to the grounds of Windsor Castle. What were those big gift bags? Were? Oh, wait, uh, let me guess. Uh, each bag was worth $200,000. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really say what they were worth, but I'll tell you what's inside the bag. A tote bag bearing the initials HM plus the date and venue of the wedding. An order of service booklet. A commemorative fridge magnet. Oh, um, a fridge magnet. A gold chocolate coin. <laughs> okay. A tub of handbag shortbread. A postcard. A bottle of spring water. And a 20% off voucher to the Windsor Castle gift shop. Okay, I changed my mind. It's worth about three ninety nine. <laughs> so you know what? You know those royal bags are now on eBay, and people are buying them from as much as $14,000. Oh, really? Yeah. So Did the, you want one, honey? Uh, no, I don't need a gold coin, and I don't need a voucher. You know what? <laughs> a voucher I for the gift for shop. The How gift tacky shop. is that? <laughs> They sell Windsor T-shirts? I don't know, Joe. I went to the wedding and all I got was this shitty gift bag. Is that what oh the T-shirt said? No, but somebody, you know, hold on. Somebody's, um, hold on. Somebody's dress hold ripped on. and they went to the gift shop and bought a dress. Really? I'm like, I'm like, where do you buy? It was like one of those fancy designer dresses. Well, that's like, you know, you ever watch, if I may just diverge here for a second. Yeah, you ever watch yeah. The Price is Right and people come with their own custom made T-shirts? Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. people don't have their own t shirts and they'll get up on stage and Drew Carey will say to them, Thanks for patronizing the gift shop, the CBS <laughs> store. They have a store there where you can buy a shirt that says the price is right on no it. No way, really? Yeah. I so maybe it's the same thing at the castle. Okay. All right, then. Dress, and... dress got screwed up? 
buy one at the store. <laughs> so, <laughs> a long T-shirt, you know. Just so um, they also expected Fergie to show up. Uh, they, she did. She did not go. But the, the two daughters uh, went with their Fergie, dad. the singer of Fergie, the that other woman, uh, Diana's sister-in-law. She oh, was married to Prince um, Andrew. She was married to Prince Andrew. Are they still married? No, God, they were divorced a long time See, ago. So st- they do get divorces in the royal world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this Meghan Markle doesn't look. She doesn't look like she's in it for the long run to me. Can I tell you something? I don't know. I think at some point, you know what? Everyone is comparing comparing her to Princess Grace. Yeah, I think I think Kate Middleton is in is in it for the long run because mm-hmm. you know what I think she knows she's from England she knows what that life's about right right, right. this Meghan Markle doesn't get it yet she's been a, a couple royal, one bigger official royal event and she looked okay she was laughing with them um, but Jeff do you understand what she has to do the rest of her life yeah she has to uh, act ridiculous speeches <laughs> speeches and go whatever oh, it's all about the royal family representing you, you know imagine England, you know? like deep down it really doesn't mean like it, it's just tradition it doesn't really mean anything anymore they don't run the country by the way the woman's name that tried to pull a Peppa Middleton is that her name Peppa Middleton yeah yeah there you go there's her see there's her butt mm-hmm. see it what do you think oh who is that her name is Jessica Maroney is she somebody famous the internet has been a bu- been a buzz about Jessica Maroney's Pippa moment at the royal oh, wedding please. and insiders claim it was a cat Move to promote herself. Meghan Markle's best friend was said to be inspired by Pippa Middleton, who became a sensation when she was photographed from behind at the 2011 wedding of her sister Kate. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, people said, I'm kind of, some friends said, I'm kind of shocked, but that's Jessica for you. Mulroney, who's said to be in Markle's behind the scenes style advisor, reportedly had a hand in planning the wedding, reportedly had a hand, has a lot to gain from her friendship. She really wants to promote the crap out of herself. So she wore this tight blue, uh, blue dress to the oh, wedding. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right, but um, um, but you know it's funny. I didn't think I'd, I I did watch some of it. I didn't watch a lot of it, but it was very forward. The other guy who was trending was the um, the cello player again. Uh, the the queen was freaking out. Who's trending is the cello player and the 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 priest or the pastor? He's what been is everywhere. This man, <laughs> that stand up guitar. Uh, queen, that's a cello. Okay. <laughs> Okay, breaking news, guys. Jeff, you have a breaking news, uh, breaking news thing. Because I, want, I really want to get with Ina. He's not answering. I don't know what's up. What do you want me to do with him? I can't make him answer the yeah, phone. Yeah, you know he's always doing something. Um, Jeff. So breaking news is that oh, NFL, yeah. the NFL. NFL is now requiring you now have to stand up during the national anthem. No more kneeling. Right. Um, or there's going to be a fine. Yeah, I see. I think um, you know what the other proposal was, right? What to give your your to give your team a fifteen yard penalty, and what that would do was that that would give the first team like that, that has the ball. I like that an advantage. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. which might be more of an incentive for people to, to stop the kneeling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just think there's other ways to protest. I don't want to get into the whole discussion again. It's just so old already. But at the same time, I mean, maybe maybe that's the solution to penalize. Plus it says that, that what they don't they they don't have to be on the field during the anthem, but if here the compromise is they don't have to be on the field during the anthem, but if they are on the field during the anthem, they have to stand. Oh, wow, really? So it's kind of a, so they can stand they can sit out the anthem, but they don't they, the NFL doesn't want people to see people bottom sitting line, out the Jeff, anthem. You know, but bottom line, you know what it is, Jeff? Respect, okay? Respect for your flag, respect for your country, respect for the people that are fighting for this country. That's all it is. Right. Okay? Respect. Yeah. Okay, I'll, and if you have other issues that you want to um you want to protest about, don't do it during the national anthem. Come on, guys. You have people who are losing their lives. You have soldiers who have families going out there to fight for your freedom. And you freaking can't sit, can't stand up during the national freaking anthem? Wow. Seriously, you can't? Wow. That so pisses me off, Jess. Seriously, it really does. 
Um, anyway, so you, Carolina, you are fired up. I mean, <laughs> what you sound, you almost sound American. No, there. but Jeff, seriously, Jeff, here's people going out. You have men and women going out to fight for our freedom, and you can't. Uh, you, they, they, they. We owe them our respect. Stand up to the flag, okay? Seriously, and that—that's all that means is respect, and that means that you're 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 acknowledging that these people are going out and fighting for our freedom. A lot of countries don't have that. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Right? I know. That is the best national anthem that there has ever been oh by God. a celebrity. Listen to it, Houston, man. And she remembered the words, too. You know why she sang it this way? I hate to say this. Why? I don't even hate to say it. Because she loved this country. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Every Jeff, knows. You know what, Jeff? And we're talking all over it. But, Jeff, you know what? <laughs> she sang it with so so much emotion. Carolina, get off your knee. Get off your knee. No, why yeah, are you kneeling? No, no. Why are you kneeling? Oh, for that reason. Okay. Go ahead. It's amazing. It's amazing. See? There's somebody that loved our country. But the way she sang, okay? It's not like, ah, ah, ah. Like, you know, I... All right, don't ruin it. (laughs) Oh, listen to this. Here we go. Amazing. Amazing. This woman at her peak, man, right? Yeah. I love Whitney Houston. It's a shame that the way her life ended. Ah, big time, right? Yeah. Sorry, we're stepping all over the anthem. Should we let it finish since I started it? Yeah, the end, the end. I like the ending. <laughs> this is the end. Here we go. Let's stand up, Devil. Let's stand up. Carolina, stop kneeling. <laughs> Get your hands off my zipper. Oh, stop. Okay, keep kneeling, keep kneeling. Big finish. I'll shut up. Wow. Wow. And no one, no one, no one has ever been able to follow that amazing act when they sing the national anthem. No, No, there's only only one other that's, that's as good as that, by the way. Who? Ray Charles? Um, he did no, it too, right? No. He he actually did a good version too, Jeff. Yeah, I know. But Where's Ray Charles' version? Oh, I don't have that one. Want to hear a better one? Who? Not a better one. What's this? Let me hear uh, it. Come on. And we have to move on because this baby's going to start screaming a little he's while. He's screaming. I got a couple more stories and we're out of here, guys. Webin can't come on because, um, you know, Webin also runs, um, is also uh, a, a Uber driver. So he's got somebody in the back seat right now. So he's said, really? <laughs> yes, Big deal. Can. Uber driver, you know, just, just drive with your... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so Who listen, cares? while you're they, those guys are, that, Those guys are like the worst drivers. While, Jeff, while you're finding that, tell me about the straw. What's the straw? The thing with the straws. They're banning, they're banning straws. And, uh, the Dubai wants to ban straws. Now along with the United States Marine Color Guard to sing the national anthem, famed recording artist Marvin Gaye. You ever hear this? No, I never have. Oh, my God. Listen to this. This is a great version. NBA Finals. Totally different, but this is the only one that's. Is he going to start? It's only this one. Can you see? They should play this version at the NFL games. 
They should switch it up between two great black singers. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Between this one. I like Ray Charles, too. But this you can dance to. Oh, he sang America, right? America? Yeah, that's different. You can dance to this. Oh, Marvin Gaye, man. By the way, so the straw thing. Yes, my, husband, my husband cannot have a drink without a straw. Yes, but you know, I use, yeah. you notice, I use yeah. straws over and over. And you know what I just bought for my niece? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, hold before you say that. Jeff will, well, Jeff will use the same, he'll recycle straws. We'll use the same straw for days. Do you understand? He makes me wash it. Do you understand the ocean is filled with millions of uh-uh. pieces of plastic? Uh-uh. There's, a, there's an ocean island of plastic. Do you know this? Like the size of the state of Rhode I, Island yeah, uh-huh. that they can't clean up. And it's mm-hmm. all because... We use a coffee stirrer once, and we throw it away. That is the stupidest phrase, by the way, that we that we have in the world. And when mm-hmm. we say "throw it away," where are you throwing it away to? You're throwing it away to nowhere. And garbage. People, people garbage. People don't recycle stuff enough. Oh, we recycle in this house for sure. I'm, I'm all for ban- you all know, the I'm, wine bottles get recycled all the time. I, you know, we're going to go talk about Starbucks right for a second. But I just want to say, you know, these companies contribute to the waste stream. So, like Starbucks, these one-use cups. And you see people throw these things away, and you just think that is unbelievable. It's such a waste. Well, Jeff, Jeff, in his house he does use the, the the starbucks cups a couple of times so, oh my god yeah. I use them over, and then i put them in the recycling bin yeah and he does time, yeah they want to get rid of they want to get rid of straws they have they have look when i was a kid there were paper remember paper straws yeah i remember that yeah and they, they, they fall yeah. apart after like 20 minutes yeah but, after but, two but, seconds yeah no they not two apart. seconds yeah. they, they, they didn't last too long but they job. want they want to get rid of the paper plastic waste i don't think there's a thing wrong with that hmm. hey listen so listen uh, starbucks may 29th because i just went to my starbucks They'll oh. be closing their stores early. Um, for what kind of training, Jeff? Um, social, uh, uh, so they can rid of get rid of um, what they're calling uh, um, not unknown, but um, you know, where you don't know you're doing something. I think of the word. I can't think of the word. I'm a three hour sleep. It, it just it just happened because of unconscious the, remember, yeah. unconscious bias. In other words, if you're a white employee and someone black walks in, they don't want you to think of that person as being black. Just think of it as being another customer. Yeah. If somebody walks in with you know somebody walks in with a turban on their head, they're just another customer. Yeah. But and I think that's the reason that's why. Okay. Also. Um, they, I think it already started, right? Um, if you want to use the bathroom, it's okay. That is insane. But you know what? Anywhere you go, movie theaters, uh, restaurants, and they, they it, it says, <laughs> uh, you know what, Jeff? Bathrooms are for patrons only. Like 99%, like most places say that. Everybody says that. So, so these, two, um, these two idiots in Philadelphia who were there for a supposedly a supposed real estate deal, they made a big deal out of the fact that, look, they shouldn't have gotten, they definitely shouldn't have gotten arrested. No, gosh, okay? no. They that should I, never it, have gotten but at the, at the same time, listen, you know, I mean, just buy a cup of coffee. Then they wouldn't yeah. have gotten their payoff, though. Then I they wouldn't have gotten their Jeff, money. You know so, you know, once, that's what happened. Once I really had to go to the bathroom, I went into the movie theater and I said, listen, I'm not going to see a movie. I'll buy a soda, though, just to use the bathroom. And they said, buy a ticket first, bitch. <laughs> no. Hey, one more story before we're out of here. Um, one more. There is a, uh, there oh. are parents. Uh, Jeff, well, what state? That are still in their son. New York. I, oh, I meant to ask uh, uh, Wasim about this. I wanted him to uh, right. come up with a solution. This guy's a 30-year-old slacker, they're calling him. He yeah. lived with his parents yeah. Up, yeah. in upstate New York. Yeah. His parents have, uh, they're fed up that their kid would not leave the house, okay? Mm-hmm. So they sued him to have him <laughs> evicted, and a judge agreed yesterday, and he, he's going to be evicted. But you know what, Jeff? The parents also offered the son money to you know, help him move out. Um, they've offered him 
every uh, they offered, means. They offered him $1,000 to find a place to stay. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? And they even said, okay, do chores, do something around the house that'll, you know, you can stay here. I, of course, you know what? I got to tell you, good for them. Because you're 30 years old, what the hell are you still doing with your mommy and daddy? And you don't pay rent, you don't do a damn thing around the house. I'm sorry, I think it was the right choice. This bum is looking for the easy way out. Yeah. In, in 2017, he sued Best Buy for $338,000 okay. for firing him in 2015 because he didn't want to work on Saturdays. It sounds like he wants the easy <laughs> life, and that's it. Oh, okay? yeah, this, guy, this guy's a little okay. pain. This guy's a big, not a little, he's a big pain in the ass. He should but, definitely talk to our, our first, our, our Wasim, our first interview, following, he followed his dreams and Worked his ass off to get what he wanted. You know that oh, yeah. um, this kid. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to survive out in the real world. Okay. Did, did you? Did you? Uh, no way. Did you see the racist lawyer apologized? The Who? big, the bigot lawyer. No. Oh, oh my, good. The guy from the salad place. He had to. But it, nobody's buying it because okay. there's a new video that surfaced where he asks some guy where he's from. Yeah. And the guy says, "I forgot where he says he's from," but yeah. he says to him, "You're not an effing American." Oh my god! But <laughs> Jeff, says, did you see what you're, happened? You're also, an ugly, you're an ugly effing foreigner. Jeff, did you see what happened though? They went to his where he lived. Oh yeah! Big huge protest. I know. And they started singing. I mean, it was like wow. I mean, I'm sorry that you cannot be a bigot. All right, uh, not not right. What he did. Not not only did they start singing, Carolyn. Did you see who they brought with them? Who did they bring? You didn't see who they brought? No, no. Who? Oh my God! They brought our favorite band. Oh really? They brought my favorite band there. Let me hear. Let me hear. Yeah, it. hold on. Um, let me see if I can. Hold on. I have to skip this ad first. All right, I... guys. So let me give them information. They if brought, you want to call us. <laughs> okay, they, they brought did. the mariachi band. Yes. Did you see that? Yes, they did. They did. You're right. You're right. They did. These guys, Good. who now play at Mangoes in Beth Page on Long Island, <laughs> they no longer have pond, uh, at our favorite restaurant. Do they, you? Do you? They no longer have mariachis at Pancho Villas in Huntington. I don't believe that. I love mariachis. If you're ever in Huntington, Pancho Villas. Okay, oh, mention yes. mention the Carolina Cadilla podcast. Yes. What happened you to might, them? I hope they didn't get deported. Oh, stop. I really hope not. Oh, gosh. Listen, guys, if you want to reach us. I love that giant horn, that one horn. Five, the big tuba, you mean. Yeah, the only reason they play that is you can stick money in it. (laughs) 516-637-3254. And we we owe a couple people out there that have uh, sent us uh, texts, your addresses. You'll be getting t-shirts, I promise you, next week. They're all going out next week. We have t-shirts, we have hats, and pretty soon we're going to have tickets for some concerts um, and some baseball games. So that's all coming up, right, guys? And you'll be able to see us somewhere this summer. Yes. I vow to get out there. I vow to get out there, Carolina Cadillo. 516-637-3254. 516-637-3254. We're all over Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Carolina Cadillo. And again, you can email me, carolinacadillo at gmail.com. Jeff, your info? Oh, uh, at Jeff Jensen Show on Twitter, the real Jeff Jensen on Instagram, Jeffrey Jensen on uh, Facebook, right? And you know what? Claudia has not said a word all day. Claudia, give Webin's info. At Webin1 on Twitter, Webin on Instagram. Tonight is a new Webin show. With two co-hosts who look like they should be in prison. Oh, stop. <laughs> so tune in and listen to me and my, my husband, oh my Webby. Gosh. All right, guys. Call the podcast, 516-637-3254. 516-637-3254. You want an email? JJ the DJ at AptorLine.net. And look for Jeff's new show, Revolver Podcast. It's yeah. the Jeff Jensen Show. I think it's going to be premiering next week. It's yeah. on Revolver Podcast, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, and SoundCloud. Right. First show is with our friend Miguel. Yes. And it's Michael. about Evil Knievel. Yes. It's an interesting show, guys. It's about, you know, like what, what, 
Hasim was talking about. Exactly. Positive energy, okay? Yep. Love you guys. Thank you, baby, for not crying. Carolina Video Show is a JJ production. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.